know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome back, heart singers, you magical witches and bitches. I was undecided what to talk about today. I always have so many topics I can choose from to hopefully share a nugget of knowledge with you and a little bit of inspiration, love, adventure, which are my core values, of course. Day, because I couldn't decide, I left it up to my cards. <laughs> so I am going to tell you about the card I drew. I had a lot of other topics that were on the table and love being a really big one, but I'm going to save that for a podcast I do with Millie, with my daughter that's here from Hawaii. We did another podcast on here and uh, she's a fan favorite now. So we are planning to do another, at least one more before she heads back home to Hawaii. So we are going to do that in the future. But I had a lot of other topics that I did talk through a bit on a Facebook Live with some of you earlier this morning. It's 7722, by the way, you guys. I feel like this is a magical number for sure in some way. I don't know. Someone look it up. I couldn't find anything, but I feel like seven, seven with two, 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 so like three twos on it. Like, come on, that's got to mean something somewhere. We're just going to go with, it's going to be magical. And that means this podcast you're listening to is going to be even more magical than usual. Did I say magic enough today? I promise you, I'm not going to say it again this entire episode. Okay, so I said, yo, card deck, show me what direction of the podcast I should take today. And earlier this week, I had done uh, my 90-day plan. I was really lit up right after, and I'm still lit up right after. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to share the magic of coming out the other side of this and all the things I uncovered on it. But I wasn't quite sure how to do that or if I really wanted to do that today. And so I drew this card and it's called Rajas, which is dynamic movement, aggression, and energy. Rajas is an Ayurvedic term, and this is from Sahara Rose's Yogic Path Deck book, by the way. Um, this is the deck I've been using. Really, I got this deck to learn Sanskrit more as I was going through the Chopra Center to get my meditation certificate. I love this deck. I learned so much, but it's always just so spot on for me, too. It says here, you are in a place of movement, making the most of each day. You are passionate and excited about the task at hand, and you are pushing the limits of what you believe possible for yourself. Rajas is the need to bring our desires into action, and you are deep in the development phase. You have already achieved many great accomplishments because of your determination and more await in the near future. However, remember to balance action with rest. Otherwise, you will lose sight of your goal in the pursuit of achieving more. And oh my gosh, like it's just totally spot on for everything right now. And the card, you guys, is this beautiful tiger walking in front of this red scene overlooking 
lights and these curtains and this um, beautiful Indian woman, like the sun shining in the background. And it's an overall feeling of love, fire, energy, movement. And that is spot on, you know, not just for me personally, where I'm at as like living my life right now, you know, Millie and I are on this adventure for the month or working our way to create as many of them as we can. So we're up north a little bit um, in Cottonwood, Arizona. So we're north of the Phoenix area. We're close to Sedona and we're jumping off from here into doing little mini adventures around the state. It's adventure month, right? Like tomorrow we're going to Slide Rock, which is Millie's favorite. It's made out of the rocks itself. It's like a water slide adventure. So fun. And we're going to go and camp out there all day and just enjoy the water and nature, do some hikes. And Lexi's coming up to join us. So we're looking forward to that. And we did a big, a nice hike last week. And we've got a bunch of other little nature adventures really planned, quite a few of them. And a lot of that movement, energy in my personal life, but also with having gotten my plan and my vision really dialed in for this next quarter and beyond, which brought me to having pulled this card and knowing exactly what I'm supposed to show up and tell you about here today. And that is my ahas in this process this week as I uncover what I'm creating in the future and getting my fire lit for it. So how do you continually get up over and over and get your fire lit for this next version of yourself and with passion and love and energy and starting to uncover new uncharted territory for yourself and also taking the time to rest as you're growing and going through as you've seen me go through if you've been a longtime listener. If you're just joining us, I've had a lot of what some people may call dark nights of the soul along the way as I've gone through this transformation process. And I like to say every 20 pounds, we're up to 130 pounds now. And every 20 pounds I've shed, I've become a new version of me. And that's part of the development phase. But also my whys along the way haven't always changed, but they've shifted at pretty significant milestones. And I had huge why changes. I've been floating without a why on this last 20 pounds for over a year, year and a half that I've been kind of dancing here up and down with a little bit, not really committed to it and knowing that and really seeking why. And it was like when I set out saying food is fuel and just got curious about the weight loss journey and was like, how do I become that person that can lose the desire for food? that isn't obsessed, that you could put the fries in the middle of the table and I'm not like out of my mind having to eat them all. How do I become that person? And so uncovering the stones with that being my mission, well, what is my mission now that I've, I know what that, how to do that? I know about my balancing my hormones and uncovering more in my body and understanding my mind and having more control over that aspect of myself. I'm there. 
what is that next part? And I've really been seeking and searching and being open and really working on my energy this year. If you've been following along, I went to a Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat and been doing a lot of his work and meditations, really dialing in and understanding my energy centers more. I could have also done this through a Kundalini yoga type practice, I believe. I'm going to go dabble in that a little bit because I love yoga and I love what I've learned from Dr. Joe. He really comes at it from the habit aspect, which of course I love because I'm a habit nut. And I like my whole process is rooted and built in habits. And as I've said, you know, I am now my thing is really, I am here to not just help you learn to meditate, right? Anyone can learn meditation, but I want you to become a meditator one who meditates, like this is who you are. It's part of your essence. I want you to become a planner, become a learner, become these things that know, help move us to that next step, assuming you desire that as well. Of course, I want you to become whatever it is you want to become or see yourself moving toward, just like I want that for myself. And I don't yet know what that next thing will be. So just like being curious with my entire weight loss journey, it's being curious and open to what is next. And these are where my whys are rooted now. Before I dive in the whys though, I want to share a little bit about the difference between becoming and doing, because this is something that has changed how I approach everything and why I say habits are so underlying and ingrained in everything I do. And here's the difference, you guys. We are becoming the people that do these things, right? But we don't just do them. We are the people that do them, okay? So let me give you an example. I don't just set out to make a plan. I'm becoming one who plans, which means it's just a part of what I do. It's how I execute. It's a fundamental and so in order to make that shift and that change, it change, the change comes from your underlying beliefs and your processes. And sometimes it's as simple as rewiring motor skills or something like that, right? Like if you're attaching habits together, like going from push-ups to sit-ups, right? Then it just eventually just becomes habit to do that or putting toothpaste on the toothbrush and then lifting the toothbrush to your mouth. You don't even think about those those things that are tied together now. But at some point you had to think, oh, I'm going to put the toothpaste on the toothbrush and then I'm going to put it into my mouth and then I'm going to brush my teeth or your parents were yelling at you or however that became part of who you are. You are a toothbrusher. So as James Clears talks about anatomic habits, you want to become a runner, not training just for a marathon. If you train just for the marathon, when the marathon's over, are you still a runner or are you just someone that trained for a one-time marathon? So making that decision, do you want to be the person that loses the weight or that has lost the weight, right? Like, can we see the difference there between being like, because I've been the person that's lost the weight before, right? But I wasn't a loser, really bad example. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in just because it's hilarious. 
Do you see what I'm saying, though? I wasn't the healthy person at the end. I still had all of the crap up in my head. I didn't become on the way. Now I've become a person that instead of eating, feels her emotions, does does a plan, does meditation, has found other ways to deal with stress, has found other ways to grow and step into my life and understand how to move into fear and learn more about my mind, body, and soul to become this person that exists now in a place that lives a life of love and adventure and tries to step away from fear as much as possible. But how do we get on this path to becoming? And so it's seeing that difference between I'm just doing these things. And sometimes as you're building a habit, you do need to do them. But the understanding, having the knowledge, and then you have the experience. So understanding why you want something and then having the experience to then add it to it. So now you are ingraining that in your being and you're becoming the person. So as I'm setting out and creating these whys, like why am I becoming this next version of myself? What does that look like? What does she look like? And this is the process that I created this planner for so I could teach the process. And I'm going to talk about that again. Um, not because you can even get a planner right now, because you can't, but because it's part, I'm going to share with you what's involved in going through this process because it's got my ahas in it for the week and also for you at home. It's it's a combination of things throughout the years I've gathered from all over the place. And those of you that were able to come to the event a couple weekends ago where you did your plans, hopefully this is a reinforcement to you of your dreaming and, and even maybe a little nudge to go back to those vision areas and add to them because this is what happened for me. So I was leading the event and during this event, I called the Me First Guide Experience, okay? And we invited people outside the sisterhood, within the sisterhood, and I guide you through not just completing the Me First Guide process, but in connecting with energy. And we had a whole, I do something different each event. So during this weekend, I was leading others on uncovering their magic, and I was working on mine at the same time, because when I do an event, I also include the doing. Because what will happen if you come and listen to me and then go home to do, a good portion of you will not go home and do. You'll have the best intentions. And I know this because I was that person. I'd have all the best intentions and I would, something would come up or get in the way or I'd get to it maybe a year later or, you know, whatever. And then I feel behind and I'm lost and all of those things. So everything I do now, I incorporate the doing in it so that we are getting it done while we're there together and I'm maximizing your time and your effect as well as mine, right? When I go to do it. I was doing my vision as everyone was doing their vision and really seeing mine again and writing down all the things, but I didn't fully format my plan yet because I know I like to be able to sit there. You guys, the power of just sitting there and saying, what else? What else might stop me from getting my goal? What else would make my life really cool? What else could I add in? Just the process of doing that. I got butterflies in my stomach right now talking about it. I'm like, why can a plan, 
why can even like looking at these pages and fingering back through my vision and my plan get such a fire of anticipation and excitement in my stomach? It takes it from, I have no idea, nowhere, how to go and into, oh my God, this could really happen. And you know what that does is it gets that tingle of excitement in your gut. So getting these ideas, allowing yourself to dream beyond your current situation, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you keep getting the same results. Get curious. Allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to expand. Ask yourself, what if? What if I dreamt beyond? And that's what we do here. And there's a ton on this podcast. And I talked about this last week, the week before, about the future self-dreaming and getting that vision. So I went back and I added to my vision. And then I went through the process of doing the mind mapping. And I had already mind mapped out my weight loss. I was I was really like, you know, I know the things I need to do. I know what the next block for me. And it's really the mindless eating while I'm working. And it's like, of course. So I start mind mapping out Namaslayer, my vision for what I'm creating to help others on this quest and for for me to put in my in into the world what I'm creating, including the podcast here and the Me First Guide experience and how I'm helping others uncover the oh God, I'm gonna say magic again. And I know I just said it earlier too. Okay. But that's just what it is. Help you uncover your greatness that is already right within you. This is my mission. Like how can I better help serve and get you to that, help you uncover that within yourself? I got so lit up this week, you guys. I was like, my heart was like bursting I'm in the middle of the star- Starbucks in Little Cottonwood, Arizona. And I must have just been radiating because people kept approaching me. They thought I like worked at, I was like the manager of Starbucks or something. <laughs> Which is funny because, of course, I'm always running shit, right? I'm like, no, but that sounds like kind of a cool job. I wouldn't mind. Like, hasn't anyone, everyone had that dream? Hey, I could just go work at Starbucks. Like, they just look like they have fun, don't they? Okay, that was a little bit of a squirrel about the Starbucks, but I was getting lit up. So I'm doing the mind map on Namaslayer, right? All the the team, the website, the podcast, the financial stuff, the foundation of it, the meditation, and all of these things that branch off of this. And I'm just dreaming, what else? What else? Oh my gosh, abundance, flow, time, creating more time, understanding all of these things and seeing them come together. And I'm getting that tingle, I'm getting that fire, and I'm like lit up. And then I move to the mindset tools, which is this part where we take the obstacles and maybe even things I want to create in habits I want to work on that aren't maybe my main habit I'm working on and what's going to help me create that. But sometimes I'll add those on my mindset tools as well. But I'm going through making my mindset tools off of this mind map I made for Namaslayer. And I'm like, they're my weight loss mindset tools. It's all the same stuff, you guys, no matter the goal. These mindset tools pour out of me that are from my building the structure of the mind map of my business. And if you haven't done a mind map before, really cool tool for your goals. You guys, you can go to YouTube and search any mind map. I don't have a video on it yet, but I definitely teach it and we do it in the Me First Guide process because it's so, it brings your left and your right brain together and it helps you see things 
in a way you would not have seen them had you been doing something totally linear. It allows you to use your spatial learning and vision visioning along with the linear process. So you can make lists, you can make pictures, you make connections. You start with one main idea and you branch out from there. It's a brainstorm of creativity using utilizing your creative brain and your analytical brain. You're getting the best of both worlds and that's how you make more connections in your head. And we did a meditation with this too, which was one of the favorites where we did our we focus on the left and the right side of our brains and activating those before we went into the mind mapping. Really fun, really cool. But check out mind mapping if you have not done this technique and you're working on developing a goal. You just take that main topic and you branch off. Maybe you pick thoughts and behaviors that might get in your way. Or, um, you know, for me, here's my mindset tools that came out of this. What are things that could block me from moving forward with all of these dreams and goals that are lighting a fire in my gut. Overwhelm is always a big one. Like when I really, when I don't do a solid plan, when I allow my life to get busy, okay, which I create, but when I don't stop and do that full brain dump where I don't empty my brain for the week and get it calendared, then I am not as successful and I can end up in overwhelm really easily because it will all pile up because I do, I am engaged and I want to do so many of these things. Not that I have to, I am called to. It's like a passion, right? Because I am no longer, I'm choosing everything. Then this was huge, you guys, because it came out for me. I'm shifting the way I operate, how I do my coaching, how it like how I organize my weeks has all shifted because of this. Because I'm realizing these things that are so related to what I'm creating with my creative heart are also my blocks to getting to the 162 to my final weight loss goal. So what are so the overwhelm? What are my resources and actions? So I write down these mindset tools. These are the things that I've thought of ahead of time with my smart brain, right? What could get in my way of executing my daily plan and my daily how I'm getting to that goal? So overwhelm. Anyone else out there, you guys struggle with overwhelm or that feeling of it's just, I don't even know, I'm going to hide under the covers. I can't even take action because I don't even know where to start. And that always comes from that, me not even knowing where to start. When I know where to start and I just execute and I take action, I step out of fear, Because that's another thing overwhelm is. It's just coming from fear, fear fear-based thoughts. When I'm thinking about outcomes that haven't even happened or I get way far ahead, oh, I can never do that. Of course you can't because you're not even taking baby step number one. Like stay in the moment, the 1% action items. And then so I've overwhelmed limiting thoughts and beliefs. So I'm really, I've made this a power habit again. My full AM stack is my power habit, which means the one habit I'm working on each quarter. And um, the believe new thoughts part of that, where I go through practicing rewiring my brain each morning. So my thought, my new thought is I am so free. I am free. I'm free from it all, you guys. I can feel the freedom, the abundance, the joy, the love, the heart sing in my heart. I'm just free. 
And then what thoughts come up? Why don't I feel free? Do I not feel free because of money, because of time, because of what is that? Finding it and rewiring it and starting to believe from a new place of being. And so that is something that gets in my way with all my, all goals and you too, limiting thoughts and beliefs. That's it for all of us, right? So in the Netflix and Prime, <laughs> Hallmark movies are my latest thing because <laughs> I decided I couldn't have anything violent or anything like that because I've been having like a lot of dreams and I notice how it's been impacting the quality of dream I have depending on what I'm reading and watching. So I've switched to some total cheesy love stuff as same story over and over. But I've already noticed how much less I am watching since I've been really engaged with my plan and my life again. It's kind of when I'm floundering And I'm in a bit of that overwhelm because I haven't made a clear plan and clear goals for myself that I get in that space where I use those things more and more to distract myself from that. And so planning, I identified as an obstacle, meaning when I don't plan is the obstacle. And I'm making that non-negotiable, right? Like, just have to get that plan in and for the week and to have that direction because this moves me into that next state of being. This takes me into that next place I want to go. There's too many big pieces out there right now for me to just fly by the seat of my pants, right? Like it's just not working slayer. And I'm, I'm talking about a pretty detailed plan. I'm pretty good at doing a, a sketch of a plan, but I'm going to level that up for myself because that can be a block and just have an awareness of it. And then time, time restriction. So I'm going on the time diet as Gay Hendricks likes to call it, where I'm really watching any thought that is causing any restriction around time, any, I don't have time for that, or that takes too much time, anywhere I am giving any restriction to life because of time is here forward censored. And I've been working on this for a long time, so I'm pretty good at it, but it's still there. And the times where I feel anxiety and stress, it's because of that still believing that time exists in the way we've created it to exist in our lives and not from a state of flow and a state of understanding that time is relative to our understanding of energy and matter and how we create. So really like work in that from the aspect and then fear, that being my last one. And can you see how all of these work with a weight loss goal is the same? Fear of what? Fear of taking action right? Fear of, you know, action is what gets you through the fear, right? So fear of what stepping into the unknown, stepping into the discomfort of feeling a new emotion, of experiencing a new event, of failing over and over. So I take action, I meditate, I love, I have fun, I take adventures, and I'm in Mother Earth. Those are the things I do So each day when I say, hey, what could get in my way this day? I can come back to these mindset tools. I say, okay, am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I like, how's my planning today? Am I, what limiting beliefs have come up? 
And I can come back here and use this as a guide to help me throughout this quarter overcome any of these things that are going to come up. And I have done this. Everything that has been on this list for the last three years I've been doing this process that has been on here, I have either eliminated, made progress, or and I've or I've I've gotten to the point, and when I say eliminated, that it's not even on the list anymore. The wine wench was on this list consecutive quarters for over two and a half years until she was just gone. And then, um, you know, some same with some other overeating things and, you know, things that I have just conquered by identifying them as obstacles. So you identify obstacles and that is your path out the other side. But the exciting part is coming. I'm just telling you how it led up to the, oh my God, boom, 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 right? My why. So I get through this. I got the mind map. I got the vision. I can see my future. It's just magical. And oh gosh, man. Okay. Is that too much magic? You guys, I'm sure you're all nodding your heads. Yes, we get it, Slayer. We get it. I'll work on it. Okay. It's just all so amazing. I can just feel it. I'm lit up. It's heart saying. And so I'm moving through here. I do my secondary goals and I, I list out some 1% actions. I get my power habits. I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, this is all really going to happen. And if I don't get to that, oh, I'm not at the mountain top house and, you know, like that's not happening. Look, you're not there. If I don't go there and I stay in my now, I stay in the present moment and I take these small actions before you know it, you're in the RV having adventures around the world. Like that's where this all came from, doing this crazy process. <laughs> but this is dreaming, identifying obstacles and moving forward. Okay, so I do that, right? I get the vision, I get the mind map, mindset tools, secondary goals, small actions. So I'm like really seeing this take shape. And I get to the 90-day action plan, which by the way, is back to weight loss, right? Because I'm measuring this by my numbers. And this is where I say it's so crazy that I just brain mapped on what I'm creating in my life. And I'm coming to my 90 day action plan and I'm measuring weight. And yet they are so intertwined. And I don't know how to explain this, except that as I conquer these numbers, I will have also achieved not achieved is not the right word. I will also experience what I'm creating on a creative aspect from my heart with all of these other things. Because to get to this number, this 162, these last 20 pounds, I will be experiencing and becoming this next version. And that became really clear when I was like, what do I need to do to become this version of Namaslayer, this version of my business to finish creating these, all these things I want to put in place, what happens? What needs to happen? And while I'm doing those things that need to happen and put these things in place, guess what happens? My healthiest self happens. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? Because guess what I'm no longer doing? I'm no longer spending mindless days creating things in twice the amount of time as it can take if I'm not watching a Hallmark movie. I'm no longer doing that because I'm engaged. I'm on fire. I'm moving through the creation process in a different manner. And that is coming through me engaging my team, 
through a mini slayer coming in the forefront and joining the crew, through all of these things starting to be put into motion and me reorganizing what that day at work, and I do air quotes on that because I'm like, I can't believe this is work. I look at my life and I'm like, oh my gosh, look what I've created. And what can I create next? What fire? So as I'm looking at this 90-day action page and I'm writing down the goals and I did my start date and you guys follow in the weight journey, right? I started at 307 back in 2017 and officially... um. I started this quarter at 182. I was like 185 on Sunday, but I I went I just picked the 182. I've been floating in here because I weighed in on that that day I did this plan. So I started the 182 so it'd be an even 20 for the quarter. Just because who doesn't like an even 20? So it ends up being 1.67 pounds a week. And so I'm writing the numbers out and that gets you excited. Like seeing how such a small amount can move you down. I'll be 175 at the end of July. Oh my gosh, 175? No, if I've ever been 175, 168, 161. I'm 5'9. What do I look like at 161? Like, wow. So, and then I get to the top five reasons I want this goal. And sometimes to me, these have just felt like I haven't connected with them. I'm like, is this what I really, yes, for my health, right? But what is it about my health? Like, that's not a driving reason. Like we say my health, but unless, you know, so I don't have like a diabetes thing I'm looking to cure or something like that. So it got really just sat with it. I was like, you know, I want to become, I want to see what I learn from here to here. And that's my number one reason to become. And then to be curious. I'm just, I am curious. Like who the hell will I be? I'm getting there. First of all, because I'm not stopping ever until I get to this goal. But I'm just curious because the me now so different from the me at 307. And I've almost been the me now before, and she wasn't so different than the me that was at 307. She was just had like done some other things to deal with her emotions or was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, right? This me now? Oh my gosh. And who is the me at 162 going to be? And so my third reason was the health quest, just the quest itself. Just the how can I, what am I going to uncover? What am I going to find? There's no like one right diet or way of eating, you guys. Like I keep uncovering different things. And this is why I'm like, it's a weight loss adventure. It's a quest. Get curious about your journey and your why, your nugget out there. There's no one size fits all. And this is why the this diet and that diet don't work. Now, will you pull different methods from all over the place? Yes. And this is why you want to get curious. I got off on a tangent on this on the live today, and I want to bring it up. That old saying that curiosity killed the cat. Like how ingrained in us was that growing up? And how many dreams did that squash? Oh, I better not be curious. What doom might come out of curiosity? It killed the cat, right? And think of all these little sayings we have that keep you safe. Watch them. Start to notice them and squash them. Because your greatness is beyond where you are right now. It's into stepping into that unknown. Into getting curious. It's not going to kill you. Because you're eternal. You can't be killed anyway. 
Okay, onward. My fourth reason, goal achievement. Oh my God, I think it'll be the first time ever I hit the weight loss goal. In fact, I've hit my Weight Watcher weight loss goal, which was really a big deal. That was like kind of huge. But I'm like, this will be the first time I set out and like ever really hit a goal all the way through and saw it all the way through. And that is everything. That is just like me showing myself I am going to I keep building my trust with myself this way, right? Like I am going to show up for me over and over again, no matter what, we are going to hang in there and get there. That is huge. And then my fifth reason is to really heal my gut, my internal processes and increase my microbiome and my skin. Like, where is this inflammation coming from? How can I heal this so I can spend more time in Hawaii and, you know, in environments where I've told myself from previous programming, environmental, whatever, that I can't. Like, I want to really work to heal that. And I know it has, it's also on this path, on this path there. So honestly, I don't care how long that path takes me, even though I set a timeline on this because you want your goal to be a smart goal right? You want it to be measurable because if you don't give yourself a timeline, what happens? We don't execute it ever, right? (laughs) Like, okay, you know, and it might come into fruition if you think about it enough, but you also want to stay focused to think about it. So I get through all of this process and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I plan my July out in detail. And then I plan my week out and I'm like, Bada bing, bada boom. Everything's moving. I'm like on fire again. And this brings us to the final part. We remember in the Ranchas card, right? And the card from the, the Ayurvedic card that I pulled from the beginning, the dynamic movement, aggression, and energy. You feel the aggression in this plan, right? Like I'm so excited. The power. Then you have the last line here. However, remember to balance action with rest. Otherwise, you'll lose sight of your true goal in pursuit of achieving more and achieving, right? Because it isn't about the achieving. It's not about the getting there. It is about this journey. It is about who I'm becoming and loving all of these moments on the way. And Morgaya, this is for you. This is for my sister out there who needed to hear this exact thing today Just as I was recording this podcast, I took a break and in our chat, she was overwhelmed with all the things going on. And I've been watching her doing, she's been lit up since camp and some other things that have happened, a new job coming and great things, abundance coming in her life. Money is attracted to her like flies on you know what, like it is just like swimming to her. She's like in this abundant flow and also this doing flow. I'm seeing her go, 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 do, do, do. And Morgaya, I think I even asked you one day, I'm like, hey, where's, are you taking care of you? Because I could see the energy, right? Because I know because I have that energy and I get there too. It's that pit of fire, which is why I always get these reminders to remember to take care of me. And that's this path. That's why me getting to this goal this time is so different than it was any other time also is because I'm not just doing I'm not just executing and achieving and accomplishing in all these 
traits that are part of, honestly, corporate Addy, part of that masculine energy in me, which is wonderful, beautiful energy, but so is my feminine divine energy of rest and peace and love and um, synergy, connection, that vibrancy that is from within my heart center that comes from just being too, from moving through love and generosity of spirit, of soul. And so Margaya, you know, like today, it was just like, sister, just take that day for you. Because it all just came crashing, right? Like, it's too much. It's just too much. I've been go, go, go it. Yes. And that is just you learning on the path how you need to balance for you. And listen, you guys, we haven't practiced our whole lives how to listen to our bodies. We've done the exact opposite. So now you're stopping to eat so much and you're trying to not emotionally eat and do all these things with food. And you're like, okay, but who am I? What do I do? Of course, you're going to have days where you shove your face because you don't yet know what you do do. You, it isn't yet who you are to get to the yoga mat or get in meditation or go out for a walk or to call a friend or to sit and feel an emotion. It's just not yet who you are. You're becoming this person. And the more and more you practice the becoming of it, the more you reach out to your sisters like Margaya did and said, you guys, I'm drowning over here. The more you reach out and the more you put yourself in situations that might feel a little uncomfortable, but absolutely affect your growth 100%, the more you experience that and push yourself into doing something different, the more you will bring that final outcome to you, the quicker you will move yourself through time, the sooner you will become her. But don't forget in that soonness, because we all want it tomorrow, don't want to miss the greatness along the way. So don't forget all the wonder that has come from all this learning. You know, Margaya, for you, like, even if you ate the emotions, the one, the learning of, oh my gosh, look, I didn't take care of me again. I do have places I can go to talk and process emotions. And here's what I'm going to do next time. What a gift in that. I was just telling Chris in one of our groups, she had gained two pounds the week before she had lost a really close friend that week. And she had one overeat that night and, you know, had like gained a couple pounds that week. And even though she handled it differently than she would have any other time. And then she went into the camp weekend and she had this huge aha. She had this huge epiphany about that overeat and who she's becoming now and what has changed. I said, well, look at what a gift that whole week was. You wouldn't have had that experience at camp if it wasn't for that gift of those two pounds. Had you not had that experience, you wouldn't have had these big ahas. And so stop looking at them with disappointment and failure, you guys, and ask yourself instead, what am I learning here? Because if I learn from this, I'm one step closer to becoming her, that future me I dream of. And that I already am right now. And I can love her right now just as she is and not live in disappointment, fear, all of that. Every moment is a choice, you guys. Make that choice. Do what Margaya did. Clear your schedule tomorrow. And she's off for me day in the ground to recover her because she's been giving it everywhere outside of herself and not filling her soul. 
How are you going to fill your soul this week? Now, go forth and light it up, witches and bitches. And until next week, slay her out. <laughs>